This is Melbourne calling. Welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. Just for fun, they've swapped medications. Toodle pip. And uh, that was the Chattanooga Choo Choo by Glenn Miller. Lovely old song. Uh, Hello, kiddies, and welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. I am one of your glorious hosts uh, for this episode. My name is Ms. Edith Vale, and uh, I'm so thrilled to be coming in your ears. I'm joined by one of the greatest women this world has ever seen, certainly this country. It's Mrs. Maureen McGillicuddy. Ah, hi, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. How are you, love? I'm not bad. This week, I suppose I think I might be better than I was last week. Yes. I don't want to give away the the fourth wall here, but behind the podcast recording, you know, industry. Uh, But we record this before you're listening. This is not live. What you're listening to is not live. We just recorded this last week, of course. and, uh, And for those of you listening, it will be Sunday... The 27th of September 2020, that's the Sunday, and that's when Daniel Andrews announced the latest stage of uh, restrictions. And, uh, you know, keep up, you know, the the vibe that this is live. Isn't it wonderful now that we can have a hundred people into our homes? Everyone just invite a hundred people to your home now. And free ice cream for everyone. I, that was an unusual yep. restriction, but I like it. I'm not complaining about it. Mm, but it's that awful craft ice cream, you know, the one that they mix up out of their minds and put uh, cookie dough and bloody Oreo biscuits. And... What is wrong with this generation and ice cream? I like a lovely old Coles Neapolitan. Yum. Bit of the pink and the brown. I, I used to think when I was young that it was strawberry, chocolate and vanilla. But it, you taste it and you know it's not, the Coles one. It's pink and brown ice cream with some vanilla-ish. Well, see, I wouldn't know that. I would never have known that because I only ever eat the vanilla and then I throw the rest out. Uh, chocolate and strawberry is too exciting for me, but I like the pretty yes. pattern yep. that it makes. My my grandson, when he comes over, he brings a Neapolitan ice cream because he's a good boy. I, he knows me. I'm surprised there's any left over if your grandson had his hands on it. <laughs> He is getting bigger by the day, and uh, the uh, and he also brings some Cotty's chocolate topping. I'm surprised there's any topping left if your grandson had his hands on it. Well, he he, he always walks and he goes. There's some topping here, Nan. I'm not familiar with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. He is a rat bag, but uh, I throw the topping out. I throw the chocolate ice cream out and I throw the vanilla ice cream out and I only have the strawberry ice cream. Caroline likes the chocolate ice yes, cream. Yes, we haven't introduced Caroline. Oh, sorry, of course. Hi, Kaz. This is the woman who was actually Lawyer X. Mm. Uh, this is Caroline Springs. Uh, say hello, Caroline. Hi, Caroline. Wake up. Oh. <laughs> did you? You didn't give her tranquilizers, did you? 
Yeah, I do every morning. I gave her tranquilizers at lunch. She's had a double dose. No wonder she's oh. asleep. Caroline, wake up and I'll throw something at her. Caroline! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, love. We're doing the podcast. Caroline is a dumb mute. We have her chained up in the corner of the bunker that we're coming to you live from at our nursing home, the Areola Gardens mm. nursing home. Uh, sorry, Kaz, we just wanted to wake you up for the podcast. Uh, sorry, you were saying the, the vanilla ice cream and the strawberry ice cream. Oh, I like strawberry. Right, that's it. Okay, yeah. cool. And I throw the topping out, but I like strawberry ice cream. My dear, dear friend, what have you been up to? What have you been doing, love? Well, to be honest with you, love, I've, I've been struggling a bit the last week. I, I don't know. I think, you know, it might be the early onset of depression. I think the whole system's really right. starting to get to me. The fact that I haven't been able to see my family for six months and yet I'm expected to work from home at a desk full time. I haven't missed a single hour of work, but I'm not allowed to... Hey, what do you reckon, Edie? What do you reckon about if we just read the newspaper? Oh, sorry. Don't have a read of the newspaper and see what's happening in the world. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm waffling on about my own problems. It's you are. That's all right. We, we often we go off on a tangent. <laughs> bit boring. It might bore people. See, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, love. Uh, let's see what's in the newspaper. Okay. <clears throat> uh, here we go. Um, oh, Alan. Alan DeGeneres. Uh, Who's he? No, the sealer over in America. You know, Blonde bird. I know. Lebanese, yes. Yeah. See, her show is back again. It's been on off air not... for a little while because of the coronavirus. And then she had a few controversies. Did you <gasps> read about I that? I do. I remember that. I was part of it because I wrote a letter in about it. Uh, to complain. Well, yes, apparently she was awful. I, do. I wasn't happy to have a lesbian on the television, so I wrote a letter. No, 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 it wasn't. No, it wasn't that. Oh. It was about her being really awful to everyone around her. You know, she seemed to think that because she was the star of a show right. that she could just treat people like absolute That's trash. That's awful. Know. That's awful behaviour. That's hey, really Caroline, wake up. We're recording a podcast, Caroline. Get me another wine. Yeah, hey, Caroline, I did a poo before and left skid marks in the toilet. Can you go clean it with your tongue? <laughs> Caroline, don't look at me in the eye when I'm talking to you. Look at the ground. Yeah, Caroline, you know why your mother died? It wasn't old age. People live well past 104 these days. It's because she couldn't bear to live another day with you as her daughter. You're so pathetic and useless. Yeah. What else? Uh, all right, what else? Oh, here we go. Uh, the NBN. Uh, the NBN's coming, you know, it's back in the news. The National Baseball. No, 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 the National Broadband Network, no. yes. Oh, the internet, the internet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, federal yeah. government has announced that they're now finally going to be taking the fibre node to the house and they're going to make oh. it free. That's weird. I'm confused because I remember when the Rudd government suggested that we should, you know, take the fibre node to the house. Oh, that was silly. The Liberal government said that we didn't need it and it was going to cost too much. It was going to be $29 billion. But now they're saying that we should do it and it's going to cost 
nearly sixty billion dollars. That's almost. Oh well, that's a good. Money. That's a good idea, though. I think. Wow, well, I don't. I, I I I remember. I read about it in the Herald Sun, and they said that the that Kevin Rudd had lost his mind with power, that he wanted to install it to the to the house, the node to the house is what he wanted, and they it was. I agreed. It was what a stupid idea. But listening to it again when Scott Morrison was talking about it, I think, what a smart man. Yes. Oh, yes. No, that makes sense. All right. Fantastic. Okay. What else have we got in here? Um, oh, this is sad. Have you seen this? The 450 whales beached off the coast of Tasmania. They're trying to rescue them. Most of them have died. I couldn't I couldn't look away. I, it was the first thing I saw when I opened the paper because it reminded me of that group photo we had on the Country Ladies Association trip to Bali. Yes. It looked exactly the same, sitting in that low tide. And it, one of them looked exactly like Betty Franklin. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's where I saw that before. Very similar, actually, because uh, only 48 of us survived that trip. The other 402 they all, women yeah, died. Drowned, mm. yeah. Cheaper to come home, though, because I didn't have to pre-buy the meals on Jetstar on the way home. Uh, what else is in here? Uh, coronavirus, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this is interesting. New research suggests that the long-lasting effects of coronavirus can lead to confusion forgetfulness, and an overwhelming sense of deja vu. Oh, that is interesting. Oh, here's one. oh, here we go. The Pope has held a gathering of 40 parents of LGBTI kids and said to them that God loves them just the way they are. <laughs> but I reckon the priests love them even more. <laughs> you know, God might love them just the way they are, but the devil made them the way they are. That's true. And uh, who do you who do you believe and follow there? I mean, it's it's hard to know. Uh, coronavirus, coronavirus, God's everywhere. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, new research suggests that the long-lasting effects of the coronavirus can lead to confusion forgetfulness, and an overwhelming sense of deja vu. Oh, that is interesting. Mm. Uh, what else? Have we got? Oh, politics. Oh, oh, here we go. Donald Trump has said that uh, if he loses the election, he might not leave office. He might start a, a civil war, basically. We haven't had a civil war. When, when was the last civil war? God, last mm. civil war. Australian or American? Uh, uh, Austra- when was the last Australian civil last, war? Well, let's, let me think. 1970. We had no, because we had the Abbott tour in 1978. And it was before decimal currency was 1969. I put fish in the microwave. And I think my eldest was born. I don't think we've had one, have we? Well, it's a hard one, because, of course, during World War II, there technically was a battle between American and Australian soldiers, which the state government of Queensland uh, did declare a battle, but not technically a civil war. Of course, the Eureka Rebellion, we could say the Eureka Rebellion uh, was a civil war, a very short one. That was just a pack of whingers, surely. Uh, Hello. (laughs) 
I've been to the Sound and Light Show. I know the history. But, of course, there has been a, a somewhat of a civil war within the Country Ladies Association, which, of course, we are signed-up members to uh, for many years. Oh, you bet. And, uh, you know, I don't call it a war. I call it common sense. Uh, they want me, after 12 years of being president of the Melbourne Inner City sub-branch of the Country Ladies Association, to stand down and that uh, they voted and Maureen you're not the president anymore well I didn't vote and uh, uh, you know they sent out of course because you can't go in and vote now that's another loophole they tried to weave in to the tapestry of garbage that they're all spurting on about uh they sent out votes so you'd mail it back in but there's delays with australia post so where are all of my votes they're in the mail still and when did they cut off the votes before my votes got back in you know i am the greatest leader that the Country Ladies Association has ever had. I said at the start of my rule that I would make the CLA great again. Yes, G-R-A-T-E, though. You, your entire platform was built on grating vegetables. Uh, carrots for the carrot cake, yes. You, you would make the Country Ladies Association great again because we had stopped grating for a while because of that incident with the finger that was lost in 92. Oh, fingers. You've got nine other fingers. Don't worry about that. I'm the greatest one. I'm the best. You can ask anyone. You can ask anyone how great I am as a leader and they'll tell you. She is the greatest. She's the greatest. She's the best. We're going to make the CLA great again. It's going to be the greatest ever performance by a leader. And no one's ever going to be better. We're going to build a wall. We're going to build a wall. And the wall is going to be strong. Yes, of course, because we lost a whole wall on the Paris Hall that we meet at uh, during that mm -hmm. storm uh, in, oh, when was it? Yes. 2002. Uh, so yep. it's, it's, it's been very difficult to have the craft sessions with the wind blowing in with mm -hmm. one in. quarter of our walls missing. So, yes, yeah, that was a popular platform for you to run on, love. All right, I'll hear what else have we got in here? Uh, this doesn't make sense to me either. Celebrity chef Pete Evans, you know Pete Evans from the television. Oh, I love Pete Evans. <laughs> he's terrific. It says here he's been posting Q anon theories. What is a Q anon theory? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you you'll know you'll know this, Edie. Um, it, it's uh, you know on Monday nights. On the on the on the Auntie, on the ABC, on TV, on your new TV, Edith, number twenty. You have to type in two yes. zero twenty. Two zero, yes. That's yeah. the that's the digital one. That's and you, that television program on the ABC. That's right. Um, on Monday yeah, nights. Back in home. Back back. Home in time for dinner with Annabelle no, Crabbe. That's no, 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 no. That's not no, not that one. It's the really popular one. Everyone watches it. A bluey, bluey. Oh, no, I love not, bluey. Not yes. bluey. No, 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 not bluey. It's it's uh, political. You know, everyone's uh, gets antsy about it. Who's on it? Um, uh, hey, uh, uh, a blonde. A young bloke, I think, I don't know if he's a poof or not, a, a young, there used to be an old bloke, now it's new, he's young, 
uh, Harry, Harry, uh, hot hot Hamish. 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 Oh, yes, I know that program. Oh, I love the, yes, uh, Hamish and Andy, uh, Gap Year. Uh, Q&A, that's what it's called. Oh, Q&A, right. I was, I was watching, and of course, you know, I am a Twitter fiend. I'm a tweet bitch, you know. And I uh, I had been uh, tweeting uh, the Q&A and I, I, my autocorrect on my phone, you know, that bastard that changes duck all the time. Yes. Well, it changed uh, my Q&A, hashtag Q-A-N-D-A. It autocorrected it to hashtag Q-A-N-O-N. Ah. Well, I didn't know what that was, so I tapped on it and I've... I mean, I've stumbled on something, Edith, that is Reggie Didge. This is real. Real? Love. What is it? Uh, essentially, I don't know if you know this, but Tom Hanks is running the world and Oprah is in charge of a pedophile ring. Oh. That's right. Oh, that's that's news to me, to be honest with you, love. Oh, really? No. Oh, see, you, you are the one. You're the gullible... You're the ones that you know. You've you've been stuck under a rock for so long that you can't even realise that Ruth Cracknell was the centre of a devil worship group that was trying to bring Trump down. Ruth Cracknell from Mother and Son is part of a celebrity pedophile. The Australian actress. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you would have no. And you know this is how silly you are. You're showing your stripes now, Edith. You look a bit silly, love. Sorry, but you would have no idea that Hey Hey It's Saturday, you know, the TV show. Yes, with Ozzy Ostrich. Well, Hey Hey It's Saturday was hosted by Ozzy Ostrich and you would have no idea that Ozzy Ostrich works for Apple. Right. And when you buy an iPhone, they're spying on everything you listen to and say Uh and watch and Ozzy Ostrich runs that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Who else is involved in this? Everyone. Is this just local? Every, no, no, no. This is a Mel- Melbourne thing or is it? Global celebrities. Because what they're trying to do is bring down Trump and allow the pedophiles to do it. So what about, you know, um, I don't know, um, Rosehaven, you know, with Celia Pecola and, and the yeah. redhead. Luke McGregor, he's Quanon. Uh, yep, and Celia would be um, too. Yep. Joel Creasy. Yep, Quanon, 100%. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, leader uh, of the pack there. Sean McAuliffe. I love him. He's, he's nice on the ABC. No, no, he's a left-wing bastard. Ah, Sean McAuliffe. Right. Yeah, no. This is so fascinating. We're going to have to talk about this more, I think, love. Uh, but before we do, I think it's time for a word from one of our sponsors. In our house, it's almost like lockdown never happened. <laughs> At last, a range of air fresheners that evoke those carefree pre-lockdown days. It's Glen 2020's new Lockdown Stinks range of fragrances. When I'm working from home, I use this one. Oh, to Gavin from Accounts wearing far too much Lynx body spray. It's almost like I'm right there in the office. (laughs) Gavin! (laughs) Lockdown stinks are those everyday fragrances you never realised you'd miss. Everyone in the family has a favourite. My husband loves some asshole heating up fish curry in the lunchroom microwave. They'll take you back to happier, less COVID-y times. My teenage son loves the Glen 2020 automatic timer for his favourite spray. It's just like the old days. 
Every 4am it sprays an overpowering cloud of alcohol, cold McDonald's, vomit and regret. Boys will be boys. And don't tell mum, but I also bring back treasured memories with bouquet of unplanned anal. Take yourself back to the old normal with fragrances like fart in a lift. Wet commuters crammed into a stupidly hot train carriage on a rainy day. Downwind from a sick dog taking a messy shit in a park. And our most popular fragrance, outside not through a mask. Glen 2020's Lockdown Stinks range. These gorgeous fragrances are the only thing stopping me from murdering my entire family in their beds with an axe. Available now. Now, of course, if you're enjoying this podcast, uh, you can join us for a special live event. Uh, we do, we used to do these every month at the 86, but of course, old Commandant Andrews has, uh, f- uh, for his own sits and giggles, decided to shut down every venue in Melbourne. Yeah. So we haven't been able to do our live events in person, but we've taken them online and we're doing them via Zoom. It's mm. called Granny Bingo Online. And uh, what happens is you buy a ticket, it's only a few dollars, and uh, we send you a link, and you can play bingo with us via Zoom, and uh, you can win all sorts of wonderful prizes. And the next one is happening very, very soon. Uh, It's on October the 5th, and you can grab tickets at uh, comedyrepublic.com.au. Now, people have Mm. been saying, oh, how are you going to do it? You weren't allowed to do it in September because you weren't allowed to be in the same room Mm -hmm. as each other. We promise you, by hook or by crook, we will be doing this one, uh, as we said, whether we're in separate rooms or in a park or uh, whether we have to be arrested and put into jail because I know they're allowed to share cells with internet. We will do this one. That's not a bad idea, actually. So grab your ticket uh, now. Of course, there is also a limit to how many tickets we can sell to the Zoom call. Mm. And we nearly hit it last time. So uh, we are hoping to hit it this time. So jump on now and grab your ticket before they sell out. That's right. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, for the people that missed out last month, uh, and, uh, you know, I know that everyone's got things going on, but really you don't. I mean, we're stuck at home. And it's just an excuse that you made up that you couldn't come. But for those of you that missed last time, unfortunately, the jackpot went off last month. So the $1.8 million prize has gone. However, there might be a similar prize that comes in this month. So you better buy a ticket to find out, to see what happens. (laughs) October 5th. And a couple of days after that, what do we think happens? Oh, don't, don't be snowed. It might be a special not on air, love. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. It's not a big one. No, it is a big one. That's it's a very special day. It is my friend, listeners, on the October the 7th. I want you to flood our Instagram and our granny page on Facebook with happy birthday messages. For my best mate, Edith, she'll be turning 89 oh. years old. Oh, stop. Uh, one off the big one. <laughs> and uh, it is her birthday on October 7th. So we'll be having a bit of a birthday party for Edith on our Granny Bingo Live. And I've been uh, organising something very, very special for you, Edith. <laughs> oh. I know. I We got a letter. We got an email. I told you not to do anything special for no, me. No, no. Well, I mean, I, I, it's actually something I stumbled across because I got an email. Oh, this isn't QAnon again, is it? 
Well, I'm not signing up to this QAnon thing. It's sort no, of even QAnon, but you don't have to join. Okay. The uh, the other day we got an email on Facebook through the messenger and uh, someone said, my friend loves you and it's a shame that you're not on Cameo. What's that? Uh, well, well, Cameo is... That's what is... you wear in the army. When yes. you were trying to hide in the bush. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's also an app. You know that app uh, that your grandson is obsessed with? Yeah, that's right. Grinder, the one that your grandson's obsessed with? Yes. Cameo is an app that uh, celebrities, i.e. Quanon, uh, they, uh, you can request a message. Oh. So I have gone in, and, and, it, and it's all different types of celebrities, like even Natalie Bassingthwaite. Wow. She, yeah, Big she's even like on like Natalie Bassingthwaite. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me Ding Dong Drysdale's on there as well. Of course Ding Dong Drysdale's on there. She's got rent to pay. And so you can send them a message and go, Hello, my name's Maureen. It's my friend Edith's birthday, and I'd like a message. And then it asks you, you know, what's wonderful about Edith? And I say, you know, oh, well, she's the best flan base maker that I know. I am. Etc. And then they record a video and you send them, you know, mysteriously through the internet, hundreds of dollars uh, for this no. video. Shout out, they call it. So I borrowed the credit card of the facility manager here at Areola Gardens, Jane, I just, you know, snuck her credit card out of her wallet. She doesn't know. What doesn't know won't hurt her. And uh, and I bought you a few. Got you a few. Oh, lessons. thank you and thank you, Jane. That's yeah, really thank you, Jane. That it's tax write off for you. Over who day, who did you get me a, a message from? Somebody? Oh, only your favourites. Maybe a few people that you might go. Who is that to begin with? Until they say their name, you. <laughs> you won't. But are you ready? Come, I'll get my phone. How do I? Swipe up here. Roch, ready? Oh, this is the I first see. one. Oh. Ready? You see, see, look at this. Oh wow. I'll make oh, it full screen. Isn't it? Oh god. Uh, I just wanted to say to you, happy birthday from me, Patty, Lauren, oh, Matthew, like Matthew, and the three hundred and fifty grandchildren that we've been lucky enough to have. Maureen tells me. Edith, that you love watching me on my reruns of Family Feud. I just wanted to say to you, uh, please stop oh. calling and stop <gasps> messaging me. Oh, I don't like this. It's Bert Newton here. Bye. I wouldn't mind him with his kid off, but no, that's... Oh, yeah. oh come on, Edith, I'm doing my best. Can try this. Hi, Edith, it's Julia Gillard here. Oh, God, this old bag. She's still alive. told me about know. how much of a great inspiration you are, and I want to say thank you to all women. Elder abuse is not something oh. that women should have to suffer in this country. Not now, not ever. I'm going to have to show everyone in the common room this. Can you play the next one? Play the next one. Hi, this is Cardi B. Did up it up do slapping gum with dig it do ba do. Oh, I don't like. Oh, that's right. I can stop that. Next one. Why are you wearing a body slipper? And why is it grey? It is just. Oh, of course. It's your stupid fucking birthday, you old bitch. Now remember, take the toaster in the tub with you. You can use your tits as a stopper. 
I think that's it. Laugh from your dead, but still much better looking friend, Joan Rivers. Why would you, Maureen, why would you waste my time with something like that? Okay, here is one I'm oh, sure you're going to like. Oh, Try this. another one. All right, here we go. Oh, there. <laughs> booked, a, booked a cameo, have you? This is what this is for. Edith. Edith Vale. That's a very sexy oh. name for a very sexy woman. Let's have a look at your picture here. Oh, <laughs> oh, very nice. Very, very nice. Oh, oh, sorry, I should probably introduce myself. You won't recognise me without my hat on. My name is Humphrey B. Bear. Oh, not I him. Oh, God. No, this, you like this one. Maureen has sent in a request and she says, how much you mean to her because you bake the best scones. Oh. And she also mentions how you've been able to get some pretty nasty stains out of her underwear. <laughs> I don't know if you'd like it raw. Oh, oh God, God. I wouldn't even watch them on the television, let alone on a telephone. You know, as the old saying goes, does a bear shit in the woods? Well, I can't answer that because I've I made a mansion out of Channel Nine, but I can tell you that a bed definitely comes in the woods. <laughs> oh, poor Jane! She wasted a fortune on this one. Then. Oh my God, Maureen! Okay, here is one I'm sure you're going to like. Try this. Hello, Edith. Oh, I like this oh, one. Hello, Possum. How are you, darling? Of course, it's. Dame Edna Everett. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, so much. A bit of a thrill for me to be messaging you and sending you a gorgeous little video message, darling, that your friend Maureen booked. Oh, thank you. What she are... told me you might be interested in a little meeting I'm holding soon, Possum, with J.K. Rowling and Jermaine Greer. Us girls just get together once a month, Possum, and talk about some social issues that I'm led to believe you might be interested in. I hope you'll join us, Possum, at the next trans-exclusionary meeting of the minds. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> Bye, Possum. Oh, Maureen, that's so cool. Uh, you, you like it? Oh, you really like I love it? That's honestly the nicest <laughs> present that anyone has given me. Since the man gave me that heart-shaped diamond on the Titanic, I would really have not had a nicer present since. So, I'm surprised you, you didn't know more people. Uh, that I got you, and I'm surprised you didn't like more of them. I, you, you very much shut well, I don't down like many people. nearly all of them straight away. But I understand mm. because there's only one or two people that anyone can like at any one point in time. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad, and thank you, Jane. That uh, I, it's amazing. Her credit card goes well at least over thirty-five thousand dollars. I don't know how high it goes up wow. to but it didn't it didn't decline me that's for sure so thank you jane oh thank you jane <laughs> The next segment of this episode is one of our favourites. We do this every week. It's called Agony Grands. And uh, this is an opportunity for our listeners to write in with any little problems they might have. Uh, uh, what? Uh, did you hear that? What? Did you hear that? I can't hear anything. 
That sound. Did you hear what that sound? sound? No, I can't, can't hear anything. Hear it? What does it sound like? It sounds like drilling and someone putting super glue on things. What do you think it is? I don't think I know what it is. Oh, uh, this is your QAnon theories, is it? Yeah, all right, what is it? No, not theory. It's not a theory. All right, what is it? It's the SES. The SES. The SES is here. The State Emergency Services. The State... Uh... Yeah, yes, yeah, the state emergency services. They're part of the state emergency services, the people that come and help you when the <laughs> wind blows over your power line. They're yes. part of this giant conspiracy theory against yes. you, are they? Yeah. So right. Think about it, though. Like, you know, don't just dismiss me as some kind of idiot, Edith. Think about it. They have all the digging equipment that you can yes. dream of. So right. if you wanted to hide pedophiles and children under the ground, who's best to dig the hole? Ah. Um, they've got flashing lights so they can get through, you know, down Whitehorse Road really quickly if they wanted to. Right. They've got radios to communicate with one another. Well, you have me convinced. Next time there's a thunderstorm, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not the devil who's who's created that. Uh, in favour of letting the pedophiles overrun Trump. Ah, right. That'll be where it comes. That's what. That's where thunder stops. All these stupid people go. Oh, it's it's just electricity in the air that's creating the thunder and lightning. No, it's not. No, it is. God damn it. No, it's not. Maureen, stick your head out the window and see if it's the SES. Hang on. No. Oh. No, it's not them. Oh, who was it? It was my Uber Eats. Ah, right. Back to this segment. This is called Agony Grains. And in this segment, uh, as I was saying, you can write in with any problems you might be having and we'll answer your question for you. Uh, we've got quite a few letters to get through. They've been piling up. Uh, now we're only doing these episodes fortnightly. fortnightly. Yeah. Um, do you want me to read this one? or would you Oh, like yeah, to please. Know? Please, you read the first one. <laughs> oh. oh, I haven't got my glasses on because I was worried about them getting into my brain. <laughs> Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Dear Edith and Maureen, I live in an apartment building in South Brisbane. Oh, la-dee-da. With my girlfriend. South Brisbane is the cool part of Brisbane. There's lots of apartments and young professionals living around here. We're both young professionals ourselves, 27 and 29 years old. But recently some neighbours have moved in upstairs and they make a lot of noise. There's loud music, chairs hitting the floorboards, heavy footsteps and other strange noises. I really want to let them know, but given my age, I'm conscious of being a Karen. How do I go about fixing this? And that's from Nicholas in South Brisbane. Oh, tough one, Nicholas. Tough one. Nothing worse than a loud neighbour. We, mm. of course, at the nursing home where we live, as we said, we're coming to you live from the Areola Gardens nursing home, and we're in a bunker underground, and above us is, is the nursing home, and directly above us is room 242. Mm. And that's where Lily Bush lives. She's in that room up there. And she has been put on a respirator. And it's so loud. Oh, it's so... I've, I've had... Every night I go to bed and all I can hear is... 
it sounds like Darth Vader's moved in upstairs, you know. And every night I've got the, the bloody broom banging on the roof. Lily! Shut Lily up! Bush, would you shut up, Lily, Mrs. Mrs. Bush? And uh, she won't shut up. And then, oh, every morning, the cleaner, what's his name? Uh, you know, uh, I can't remember his first name. Bit. Mr. Bit. Mr. Bit, the cleaner, Mr. Bit, he goes in there in the mornings and he's got the vacuum cleaner and he's, you know, scraping off the tiles and all oh. that sort of thing. Oh, it's noise after noise. So I understand where you're yeah. coming from, Nicholas. Oh. That is really annoying. Oh, my, uh, I, I completely understand and I have, it's been a long time since I've had noisy neighbours because I make it a point when I move into a new home, uh, either to have a home big enough, of course, uh, you know, I'm the generation before baby boomer, so you can imagine what my property portfolio was like. I uh, I had, uh, as a child, a very very noisy neighbour lived above me too. I can I can really I can really empathise with you here, Nicholas, because uh, when I was a li very little girl, I, I don't know, I would have been ten or twelve or thirteen years old. My family and I lived in Amsterdam uh, for, you know, over in the Netherlands there. And uh, we lived with my cousins, the Van Pels. And we had this woman living upstairs, little girl living upstairs. God, she was so noisy. She used to rattle around in the middle of the night. And uh, and she was rattling around. She, there was another bloke up there. I don't know if they were brother and sister or husband, father or daughter. She was young anyway. Seemed like a nice enough girl. And uh, she had no sense of being kind to her neighbours. I didn't think, you know. And uh, and it got so bad at one point, the noise of this, this uh, the people upstairs, it got so frustrating. I couldn't work, I couldn't sleep, I was trying to do my schoolwork, I couldn't get anything done. And so, uh, uh, and this will form part of my suggestion to you, Nicholas, to you and your girlfriend, uh, I called the police. And I said, you know, there's a noise disturbance upstairs. You know, I'm not very comfortable. Can you please do something about it? They came around. I think they had a chat with her, and uh, and the and the people up there, and uh, and I didn't have the problem with it since. So I suppose my suggestion to you would be called the Queensland Police Service, and they'd be able to sort that out. I never heard boo from up in that attic ever again. You know, darling, that's. Reminded me of my childhood. I'd, I'd forgotten this little corner of my mind. Of course, I grew up oh. in Gympie, which is uh, up in Queensland, and uh, my father was a opal miner, so he would be travelling uh, miles and miles for uh, long periods of time for work, and my mother was a sheep wrangler, and so she would you know, be away for long periods of time as well. And, uh, well, you know, I didn't, uh, when I was a little bubber, I didn't have my mum and my dad around to teach me all the little things that you learn, how to crawl and how to talk and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But our neighbour had a cocky. Oh. And the cocky would say, hello. And I could hear it through the wall. And that's how I learned to talk. Hello. 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 We had one at my primary school as well. Uh, the same sort of thing. There's a lot of women my age that say, hello. 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 And that's why we love water crackers. Oh, uh, all right. Right, move on. Do you want to read this one, love? Yep, sure. Um, <laughs> here you go. 
Uh, hello, lovely grannies. Oh, hello. <laughs> I just beam with excitement each time a new episode of your podcast comes out. So it's a thrill knowing you might be reading my letter. Well, we are. I'm sure you get many of them, so I don't expect a reply. But I just wanted to let you know that you have made such a difference in my life and helped me to laugh through some pretty difficult times. No question, just a note to say thanks. That's from Rosa in Auckland. Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. Rosa, this is a segment where you write in with problems, not compliments. You've done nothing for the NZO's relations here, Rosa. Uh, you've really wasted our time, and I'm not thrilled about it. I, I might actually have to write to uh, Jacinda or something uh, to see if she can have you put back in lockdown. That's I'm really ticked off about that, actually, Rosa. That's really pissed me mm. right off. I was really enjoying this episode mm. and until this letter came through. We have a big backlog of, of letters to get through, as I said, Rosa, and we don't want that to be taken up by people writing in lovely compliments like you have. Go watch a Taika Waitiki film or something, Rosa. I haven't got time for this sort of stuff. How stupid are you? What a, what a stupid bitch. What a bitch. You're a bitch. Oh. Anyway, uh, I'll read the next one instead what then. A bitch. Yeah. Uh, dear Agony Grands, uh, I keep a very tidy. This sounds like a problem, Rosa. This is how you write a problem down. Dear Agony Grants, I keep a very tidy house, so much so that even my friends comment on it at times. The one thing I've always struggled with is a refrigerator. No matter how many times I clean it out, it always seems to have a slight pong to it. Any tips on how to keep it clean? Deborah from Dandenong. Dandenong, of course, listeners, is in Victoria. It is. Uh, Deborah, uh, that's, that is a real question, Rosa, as Maureen said, take note. Um, very good question, Deborah. What I, uh, and I do have a, an answer to this one, what I always did for my entire married life uh, was I never right. took the fridge out of the box. It keeps it in perfect condition. My husband and I were giving a, one of the old Kelvinator refrigerators for our honeymoon present, and uh, we never took it out of the box. Um, I ordered takeaway the entire time uh, that I was married to him and my subsequent marriages since, and I still have that refrigerator in its box, in a storage cage, mm. Doesn't smell at all. Perfect condition. Well, that's that's how, of course, as well, Edith doesn't really have any troubles with uh, bones or arthritis or, uh, you know, bird bone, which got hollowness in her bones. She doesn't have any of that because, of course, she would get the milk delivered every Tuesday, the milkman used to come along, and she'd have to drink all of the milk that day. Otherwise, it would have gone off. There was no way to keep it cold. Well, I guess the other thing, Deborah, obviously you've already opened the box. You're already reusing the refrigerator, so that advice might not be helpful. I guess um, you want to be careful about the things that you're putting in the refrigerator. Uh, I don't want to make assumptions, but living in Dandenong, you know, you don't want any curries or anything too strong in there. Maybe just, you know, leftover potato bake, cauliflower cheese, that sort of thing. Nothing that involves bay leaves, put it that way. The other thing, you know, there, there's one last option, and that's eucalyptus oil uh, or a fridge deodorant. 
some kind of product that's made to remove the smell from refrigerators. They make that now, Deborah, because it is 2020 and literally everything has been thought of and everything has been solved. So go to Bunnings or Kmart or even just the supermarket, Deborah. Just think, rather than writing letters into us, just think... You know, surely someone else has had this problem before of a smelly fridge and I can, and someone will have solved that. Just think, think. Google it. Internet, internet. It will be on the internet, Deborah. This is a very old-fashioned way of having your problems resolved. Uh, writing a letter to us, waiting weeks until we get to it. Then we have to record it, edit it, release it, and then you have to listen just to see if we've mentioned it in this week's episode. Hopefully. Google it, Deborah. The other thing, Deborah, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, love, but look at the kind of woman Deborah is. I keep a very tidy house, so much so that my friends even comment on it at times. Oh, darling. I mean, if that's your personality, Deborah, you've got a lot of things to worry about. If the nicest thing someone can say to you is, oh, what a tidy house, you're the butt of the joke in your friendship circle, I think. That's right. Yeah, no, you're right, Edith. She, this Deborah woman, whoever she might be... uh, I'm not saying that I know the name Deborah from Dandenong. I'm not saying that I know it, but it is on one of the blogs that I've recently signed up to, and she is a QAnon. Uh, she's on the hit list. She's on the hit list for QAnon. Deborah's on the hit list. She's a pedophile ringleader. As well. Oh, mm. my God, yep. there's so yep. many of them. Mm. I'm learning so much. So, uh, Deborah, anyway, a little bit of fridge deodorant and some eucalyptus spray on the bottom shelf in your veggie in your veggie drawer, that should solve it, and also stop being a member of the devil's closest circle. Now it's time for a word from one of our sponsors. An important message from the Australian Government. The Australian Federal and State Governments, the Department of Health, and all of its medical advisors and support staff are remaining vigilant for further outbreaks of COVID-19. Should an outbreak occur anywhere in Australia, guidelines, personnel and equipment are already in place to ensure its swift containment. With this in mind, it is advisable that residents of New South Wales immediately stop being so fucking smug about getting out of lockdown and making fun of Victoria. Not only does it undermine our collective spirit, it makes you sound like a little bitch. All it's going to take is one phlegmy cough on that crowded airport rail link you're so proud of, and you'll be spending Christmas locked down harder than that guy from Hey Dad. The only Christmas presents you'll be getting are masks your housemates have made out of the clothes they can't wear outside anymore, and shitty homemade vouchers for one hug when you really need it. But hang on to that voucher, because when another lockdown inevitably happens, and you've gone months without the touch of another human, you are going to need it. So maybe drop the fucking hubris, New South Wales. You don't know how good you've got it, and your coffee's shit. And remember, we're all in this together, but maybe some a little more than others, yeah? All right, well, we are at the end of another episode. Have you had fun, love? I can't believe we're at the end because it's actually, it's been so nice. Oh, that'll be the phone. Oh, hang on a minute. Hold on a minute. 03902420042. Yes. It is, yes.
<laughs> I was expecting you to call. Mm. No. No, I'm not interested, thank you. No. Goodbye. No. Don't ring me again with your garbage lies. Fake news. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that, Edith. Who was that? Ah, well, you'll never guess. What? You know your favourite TV show? Well, that was The Star. It wasn't. Uh, family Feud, that was Grant Denyer. Grant Denyer? I didn't think he'd be able to reach the telephone. Oh, how cool. What was he saying? He has one of those uh, uh, one of those kiddies' phones with only three numbers programmed ah. into it, and I'm one of them, because I was such a frequent audience member of Family Feud. And, uh, and Grant Denyer, he was calling on behalf of one Mr Joe Biden. To say what? Well, they were trying to buy me out, weren't they? They were trying to pay me off. It's real. Make me go away. Make 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 the Quanon go away. It's all real. It's real, Edith. I've been trying to tell you. Maureen, I have to apologise. I've been assuming that, that no. you've been brainwashed by internet blogs. No, I haven't been brainwashed. No. I didn't no. know it was real. What was he what was he offering? He, they offered me $42 million to shut up. They said, we'll give you money, $42 million to shut up, stop talking, it's not true, you need to stop it, all that sort of stuff. Why would they ring me? Why would they ring me? Especially when this is a pre-recorded podcast and they haven't heard it yet. I tell you why they would uh, ring me. Because you have a voice on this podcast. Because they know the kind of power that I yield. And in the community in Melbourne, not only with young people, not only with old people, not only with straight people, but with the other ones too, they know the kind of influence that I have. So they're trying to buy me off. I said, don't worry about it. I've got Jane's credit card, the facility manager here. I don't need $42 million, darling. No, fair enough. Good on you. Stick it to the man. And that that really shut them up. Yeah. You know, and Good on you, love. Yeah, I told him. Yeah, I told him. But you know, I won't be I won't be voting for Joe Biden. Put it that way. Wow. Wow. Well, kiddies, uh, you heard it here first. QAnon is real. Real. It is happening. It's as real as my teeth. Um, of course, kiddies, if you have enjoyed this podcast this evening and you want to learn more about QAnon, you can sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash grannybingo, just a few dollars a month, you and you get all sorts of prizes, but you also get discounted tickets to Granny Bingo Online. In fact, the amount of money that you pay for Patreon basically makes up for the savings that you have when you buy a ticket to Granny Bingo Online, which is bad business on our part, to be honest. But still, good for you. Make sure you tune in to the next episode where I'll be auctioning off my favourite Uzi. I'll be showing you how to restore a hard drive that you accidentally wipe. And I'll be sharing my secret family recipe for the perfect Milo to milk ratio. Oh, I can't wait for that one. What is the answer going to be? Oh, my God. Is it more Milo than milk? But until then, kiddies, remember the last leg of a marathon is always the hardest. We're nearly there. Bunker Dan will get through it. Love yous. And, and don't worry, Sydney will eventually have their second wave and we'll be laughing on the other side of our face. <laughs> <laughs>
noisy. She used to rattle around in the middle of the night. Oh, my God, I just realised where you're going with this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) 